He is God. And we worship. We worship. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Well, it is uh, time for the word to to be delivered. Uh, little little bit of a um, little bit of a different approach today. Um, I I have uh, tagged a few um, of our elders and just asked them to be on standby for uh for what what's about to, to take place over the next over the next few moments um we've been in a we've been in a strong series um concerning the 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 work of the holy spirit it's been really good um just get, getting us getting us familiar with uh or reintroduced familiar with building understanding wherever it is you might fall on the spectrum but just getting us uh, conscious once again uh, of, of the Holy Spirit and the fact that he he lives within he is the the only one of the Godhead that's still here in the earth the other two uh, are back in in the home country and and you know, have have no need, have no intention to get up from their throne because everything that they've needed to do, they they have accomplished. And Holy Spirit is here within the earth, uh, waiting for those who who will willingly submit themselves to uh, His call and to His bidding, so that He can move powerfully through them. And the the works of God being worked through man by way of of the Holy Spirit, and so there there are things that we we don't have to wait on God to do, but we have to have uh, something be revealed to us and understanding be revealed to us as to who it is that we are and that we already are. It's pretty much been the whole conversation surrounding uh, Yeshua and and uh, the idea of the true salvation and what was really given to us uh, at at Calvary. It, and it makes makes you should make you look at yourself and say, you know what, you you're stronger than what you think. You you've got more in you than than what you think. You got more in you than what you have shown up to this point. You you can bear a little bit more than what you probably think you can. Not because you're so good, but because of who it is that is alive within you. And he can even take all these different situations and things that have happened in your life, seasons, you might not be proud of seasons that you probably rather not be in but they become tools in his hand become tools in his hand because there's something that he is evolving and turning us into well, not, not so much us but like uh, and help, help me Holy Ghost to say this my mental framework as to how I see me because I see me based off of everything from here back. But there's something else that God is, is looking to uh, get me to, to focus and, and zone in on the fullness of, of, of who I am and who it is that, that he's called me to be in this here and now based off of me being the righteousness of God. So all of that was just to give synopsis of who, who uh, excuse me, what we've been talking about. Uh, all these past few weeks, taking a little bit of a turn today by direction uh, of the of the Spirit of God, and I want to um, if I if I were to call this something, um, I'm, I'm going to call it lay the burden, 
lay the burden. You might argue with me. I really don't care. Um, you might, you might debate, you might put up a fuss, but I have received and picked up on frequency and I know it to be true for myself that, um, we're a burdened people and not the right one. Mm-hmm. You burden, you sing, you shout, you clap your hands, you sing the songs, you come to church. All those things are wonderful. Not, not, not taken away from that. But, but we're burdened people. And, and there's a, there's a heaviness that, that we gotta, we gotta address. There's a, there's a heaviness in your expectation. Mm -hmm. There's a heaviness in your faith. There's a heaviness in your expectancy of what it is that God has said to you. There's a heaviness in your weight. W-A-I-T. You're waiting. There's a there, there's a heaviness, and and it's it's not the the proper one because if you go through scripture, uh, there is a heaviness that that can be placed upon you, but that but that is the that is the 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 glory of God that 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 rests upon His people to impact things within the earth. But if if I have been burdened and and shouldered down with the wrong one then I don't really have the space for what it is that I really should be carrying and so over these next few moments um, I'm going to ask uh, ask a few few uh, few of our elders myself too and after I share a little bit of what, what it is that, that the Lord has given to me we're, we're going to collectively go before the Lord and we're going to cast these burdens. So you can go ahead and just start within your own heart identifying what that is. Because I will, I will highly discourage you to just make yourself numb in this environment and in this time and walk out or log off with the same burden that you came with. Not when an opportunity is being opened to us for it to be cast and then you don't have to do it by yourself you're in the midst of good company and we're all going to cast these things cast these burdens cast these stones together upon the one who called for us to do that cast your cares apostle Peter told us Cast them unto the one who, who laid the template on what it is to actually care for someone. It says, cast your cares by him because he cares for you. So it shows who did it first. Led the way in showing that there was such a care. And, there was, and there's such capacity in him to care. And that he's got so much space that he can carry both his cares and mine. He's got that much space in his heart. He's, he's, he's that vast of a lover. And he's that vast of a sovereign God. That there's space within him. That whatever it is that is weighty upon you. And you, you know what I'm talking about. Your literal, your literal heart muscle starts to ache when you think about this. Starts to impact your body. Overly anxious in your mind. You may not have told anybody, and if somebody looked at you, they wouldn't be able to tell. But, but the, the reality is, if, if those kind of signals are going off, within my body is telling me that there's something that's off in my soul, and there's, there's some kind of care that I'm holding on to that's a bit too heavy. It needs to be leveraged off. 
onto the one who's calling for him. Um, Jay, I think my first scripture is uh, Matthew 11. I'm thinking that, that that's it. So if you give me that. Yes, sir. Thank you. Matthew 11, uh, verses 25, uh, 25 through 30, I believe it is. It just I just got a few scriptures. I'm, I'm really not trying to, to, to preach today. That's, that's not the assignment. The, the assignment is to, to come before the Lord to, to pray and to, and to cast these burdens. Matthew eleven twenty five. Then Jesus exclaimed, Father, thank you for you are Lord, the supreme ruler over heaven and earth. And you have hidden the great revelation of your authority from those who are proud and wise in their own eyes. Instead, you have shared it with these who humble themselves. 26. Next verse, please. Yes, Father, your plan delights your heart as you've chosen this way to extend your kingdom by giving it to those who have become like trusting children. Like trusting children. What child do you know that carries a burden? And if they do, more than likely they are not in a healthy environment. What am I getting at? That it it wasn't designed for them to carry burden. They know nothing about that, and they should not. They come up in an, they should come up in an environment where a sense of safety has been created for them to flourish in being a kid. Be a child. Be a kid. If you got one like we got every now and then, she tries to dip her, dip her cup into conversation and things that have nothing to do with her. And we have to remind her that this space is not for you. The space is for mommy and daddy. You, yours is reserved right here. It's called kid world. Stay there, and and be and be a kid. And and it's this it's, this is the same picture that's being shown to us in in these uh, in these first two verses. That if if I'm gonna re- if I'm gonna receive the kingdom, remember now that we can tie this into oh, oh, these past few weeks and talking about uh, Holy Spirit. Remember, uh, who knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man? Who knows the things of God except the spirit of God? So the, the the spirit of the living God has made his home in me, but not just to be a resident. That there's something that's supposed to be happening. That there, there are messages. Remember those spirit revealed truths are communicated by spirit revealed words. Remember that. So the spirit revealed words being communicated to me, if if I am loaded down uh, with with burden, I can't hear him right. I can't hear him right. So he's saying good stuff, but I might not be picking up on what what it is that's 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 really being said to me. Hence, why these things have to first be cast off. So in his goodness. More than likely before he starts communicating to me of those vast, wonderful truths, he's probably going to start identifying, you know, I think this is a burden and we need to talk about that. You, you, you keep trying to throw scripture on it, but the reality is you really hadn't dug deep enough on this to see that this is actually a boulder in your heart. Prophet Ezekiel talked about how God was going to, in the last days, take hearts of stone and turn them into hearts of flesh. A heart that can feel again. But in order to do that, there's some extracting. It's got to take place of these stone, stony heart crevices, stone crevices, excuse me, that are within the heart. That you can't just decree and declare scripture over. And what, what I'm, what basically what I'm saying is that the band-aid on top. Somebody say the smallest thing to you and you lash out. You know that's unhealthy. But yet you still won't let anybody else nor the Lord in. 
to identify that you're still mad over what happened to you when you were 11. You see, the, these, these, are those, these are those burdens. Now, yeah, burdens can track their way back to, to, to childhood. It could be something that happened yesterday. But either way, life within the spirit, life within Yeshua is going to keep me in, in, in a place to where I'm, I'm constantly uh, being made aware of guarding the condition of my heart. And I have to guard it on a, on a frequent basis. Because life, life's going to happen. Just can't, can't keep that from coming, can't keep that from taking place. But I got to make sure that I'm in a place to where I'm sensitive enough to where the Spirit of God brings something up, highlights something. Then I'm available enough for him to bring, bring the instruction and for me to flow and move in that. For me to forgive when, when I'm instructed to do so. For me to uh, release my right to be right when he says so. To make myself uh, available when I feel like I can't when he says so. This is, this is that life of, Ye- of Yeshua. This is just as much life in Yeshua as the miracles, signs, and wonders. And see, that, that's, that's the part that is, you know, very attractive and that's that's what we want to see break forth within our life. And as we should, it's, it's scriptural. But so is that sensitivity of making your heart available to his instruction. So is the journey of where where is it that I'm still burdened? Where is it that I say I believe God, but in reality, I'm still worried? Yeah, that. Where is it that I say that I'm believing, but just the, the, the crushing pressure of life and waiting and preachers preaching to me. I feel like they're lying and it, that right there, that right there. If that is not cast, then I die frustrated. If that's not cast, I'm not going to be able to be in, in a healthy position to be able to truly hear those spirit revealed truths. Because let me tell you something. They're real. They're real and they are available to the believer. That's the whole reason they exist. It's the whole reason he, he uh, Holy Spirit was assigned to the earth. And getting those who are submitted unto God into their truthful place so that both they and the planet gets realigned again into the sovereign order from Genesis 1. Thank you, Lord. So 26. Yes, Father, my plan, uh, uh, your plan to light your heart as you've chosen this way to extend your kingdom. By giving it to those who have become like trusting children. Give me, uh, give me the next verse, verse 27. You have entrusted me with all that you are and all that you have. No one fully and intimately knows the son except the father. No one fully and intimately knows the father except the son. But the son is able to unveil the father to anyone that he chooses. 28. Are you weary? Are you carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. This is the Lord talking. Then come to me. I will refresh your life. For I am your Oasis. Now it's interesting to note that that in this uh, particular scripture, most of the time when Jesus was saying the the come to me, it was more so of a come after me, come come follow me type type of deal. Like when he was recruiting the disciples, you know, come come after, come follow me, come basically come come do what I do, come do what I do, come keep up with me. 
But but this particular phrase right here, it wasn't a come and keep up with me. It was a just come to me. As in, come sit with me. Come be with me. Pull up your seat at this table. And come and belong with me. Because one of, one of the first things that, that helps in uh, casting of burden is to lock into the revelation that you belong. And, and your uh, accomplishment of whatever it is that that's you're trying to achieve that, that is causing this burden is, n- is not about to do more uh, in the mind of God concerning you. Meaning that your achievement or failure doesn't shift how the Lord sees you. And I, I hear I hear argument in the mind like I'm I'm not I'm not trying to get him to accept me more. I just I just want this to be done. I just want this to be accomplished so that I can have this. To which I say to you, yes, but even in your pursuit, look at how burdensome it's gotten. And look at how it has brought you to this off-kilter place to where you are weary. And if you got honest, it's gotten heavy. But the invitation is then come to me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Next verse, 29. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways. You'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. Refreshment and rest. Just sit in that. Refreshment and rest. Transparent moment, this is quite difficult for me. I'm a worker, I hustle, I go. So I get it. But I I do that in my mind, thinking that when I finish and achieve, I'll get rest. But that's not how you get it. That's not how you get it. That's found in, in joining my life to his, joining my pace to his, joining my stride to his. Finding refreshment and rest in me. And that's the heart, that's the heart's cry for some of us. And some, some of, some of us, your, your heart's, your heart's been crying it for so long, but you've been silencing it for so long that this sounds foreign to you. The soul, the soul is going to give those signs of, we gotta rest. We gotta refresh. We gotta get some sense of a, some sense of a reset here. This is unfortunately how, how we hear all these terrible uh, tragedies of, of people doing things that, that are completely outside of their personality. Because we just kept going and kept going and kept moving. Never stopped to be refreshed. Never stopped to see, am I as a believer really resting in him or do I skip over that portion of scripture do I think that that doesn't apply to me or that's slow and weak and boring 
that's not going to get done what I, what I need to, to get done. Remember, if you signed your, if, if you gave your life over, it's got to be live by the parameters of the one that I gave it to. And this is a part of those parameters. That if you're weary, that you, if you're he- uh, New King James, heavy laden, uh, heavy burdened, you're not flowing and operating by the design that I gave you to operate by. So back back to the scripture. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. Verse 30. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. This is that scripture that says that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. If you dig into that word easy, it actually means kindness. My yoke is kindness. And what's a yoke? For those of you that don't know, that, that was, a, that was uh, a tool that was used to take a pair of animals and join them together so that they could walk in the same direction together. It was, it was usually uh, used as farming technique for plowing of a field. Yoke a pair of oxen together, put the plow behind them and let them, and let them walk the field so that, so that it could be plowed. And the Lord is saying here that, that his yoke is easy or his yoke is kindness. Meaning what there, there, is, there is no pressure upon you to be something, to be someone, to meet some expectation. It's easy to bear. And now the thing is with a yoke it flows easily when when you move in cohesiveness with it and only what cause a problem and abrasions on the neck whenever it was resisted if the two animals tried to go in two different directions and so here's his invitation from the Lord to be yoked to him to be yoked to him. And I just want to ask a question. We say we're yoked to him. Yet, if I'm dealing with frustration, could it be that I'm trying to go in a different direction than what the than who I'm yoked to? Because if I pull left and he pulls right. First of all, is his yoke, so we already know who's gonna win. But if I but if I'm resisting, I'm putting myself in a, in a painful position. That if I just got in order with with the direction, the yoke wouldn't bother me no more. And I just want you uh, before we go into this this time of prayer, I got I got a couple more scriptures. Where is it that you might just be going in a different direction? Than where the, where the yoke is calling you to. And in that resistance, could a burden have been created? Could a burden have been created? Jay, uh, give me my next scripture, please. I think it's uh, Isaiah 55. Isaiah 55. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy, and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money, without price. Next verse. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread, your wages for what does not satisfy Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Next verse. Incline your ear and come to me. Herein your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Do I have one more scripture in there? Verse four. 
Yes, indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader, commander for the people. Go back to verse 1, please, with that. Isaiah 55, verse 1. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You who have no money, come buy and eat. I just put this up there because I just love the, the invitation that it gives and I love how it says even if you don't have money come and buy and eat what is that reflective of whatever barrier I would try and build up as to why I can't whatever barrier yeah but I hadn't been here in weeks yeah but I hadn't been reading my bible yeah but I haven't been praying like I should yeah but Come. Buy and eat. I open up my capacity, says the Lord, for these burdens of yours to be cast. For these burdens of yours to be cast. But here's the thing. It's not that the burdens aren't supposed to be carried. It's just they're not supposed to be carried by you. But the burden's got to be carried. But there's this another set of shoulders that have been built for it to be placed upon. There's another set of shoulders that, that, that your cares and your concerns and your worries and, and the, the, the frustrations, there's another set of shoulders that, that, that were designed were designed to care. I didn't put this scripture in. I should have. But uh, Isaiah 9, 6, and 7 give, gives, uh, gives us a reflection of the power of those shoulders. Now, uh, for, for now unto... Ah, uh, help me, Holy Ghost, to, to, to remember the scripture. For unto us, thank you, Lord, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son will be given, and the government will be what? Upon his shoulders. Now, if the shoulders are big enough to carry an entire governmental system, then surely there's enough space on them for my sorrows, my griefs, my burdens, whatever it is that is causing a sense of worry, frustration, to be cast upon him. Anything that identifies as a burden in the kingdom, I as a citizen am forbidden to carry it. And it's not that I'm going to get in trouble with God, but it's going to make me too heavy. And in the kingdom, there is a sense of swiftness and, and lucid that I have to have about myself so that I can be like Jesus said in John 3 like the wind anyone who's going to flow and operate within the kingdom has to have that ability by way of sensitivity and availability to the Holy Spirit they, they are the sons of God or they that are led by the Spirit of God if I'm too heavy the wind effect won't, won't affect me the way that it should you know this naturally. When it, it, it takes a tremendous wind to move something heavy. But for you and I, in most cases, Holy Spirit is not going to bring this mighty rushing wind. He brought that already. Acts 2. This huge wind to, to move me in my heaviness. No, he's going to lead me in removing my heaviness so that I become who I need to become to pick up on the wind. To pick up on the wind. Last scripture. Uh, Hebrews 12, please. Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. Thank you. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. Love this. So, we must let go of every wound that has pierced us. 
and the sin which we so easily fall into, then we'll be able to run life's marathon with passion and determination. For the path has already been marked out before us. Next verse, Jay. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze on to Jesus. Let's see if I can pull it, pull it up right here. Fasten our gaze onto Jesus, who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example in this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Last verse. So consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who oppress their own souls so that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. As an example that has been given to us so that you won't cave in. Look at the template. Lean into the template. Lean into Jesus. Cast these cares upon him. Too much month at the end of the money. Tired of waiting for this promise to come to pass. Tired of feeling like my life is going nowhere. Sick of this marriage. Sick of being unhappy and feeling like nobody cares. Tired of all these responsibilities that I'm carrying and I feel so unappreciated and unvalued. Burdens. Burdens. Whatever is identifying as a burden, I am calling us as a church. Calling us as a people that today be that day that these things are cast upon the arms of the Lord these things be cast upon the arms of the Lord and I know that in placing them there they're in the right set of arms they're in the right place what needs to be taken care of will be taken care of I won't fold or bend. Die under these pressures. I know that there's been a false spirit that's lied to you and said that it was going to take you out. I don't believe that. Because now an opportunity has been handed over to you. For all of us, I certainly fit in this category. There are burdens that I need to cast. I cannot carry them. I wasn't designed to. There's a lucidness that I've got to have again so that I can pick up on the wind of what it is that's being said so that I can zone in and focus my mental faculties where he's wanting me to. I believe it's the same for, for others. There are areas that, that have that have gotten so much of your attention that it has that it has turned into worry. It has turned into worry. I feel um Pastor A B, would you go in the hallway? And everybody who's kind of just out there, tell them to come in here because we're about to all do this. You at home, um, if you're married, uh, make sure your significant other is, is there with you. I would even say get your children. Bring them all around the screen 
or um, wherever it is that you might be. Um, Elder Janice, I'm going to ask you to prepare yourself to uh, come to, to come first and just whatever it is that the Lord has laid on your heart as far as um, praying and, and leaning into the, the casting of these burdens. Just uh, ask that you do that. I think there's a microphone that's on the table over there that that we're going to use. But um, but this is this this was the instruction for today. I know we got a I know we got a fun day, you know, plan afterwards. I was telling uh, my wife that I went trying to suck all the fun at <laughs> the atmosphere. I know that, you know, uh, it's been it's been it's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Pastor Ashley's gonna come and uh and and share and share with us, and uh, then Elder Janice will come, and uh, I may call on uh another elder, but I I'm going to uh I'm going to end it with uh with a prayer and with a declaration. So um, but point is we we land these burdens down. That's 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 a song that the saints of old would would sing beautiful song but it, it there's action that must be put to this and we've got to make sure that the condition of our soul is being put in a healthy place so that we can receive what it is that we've been talking about all these few weeks we want yeshua to be be a reality so go ahead babe. yes i just wanted to share something real quick in this morning's prayer time as i was praying we have you know prayer time every sunday is at 9 30 to 10 and I was just praying, and I heard the Lord saying, realign. He just kept saying, realign. I was just sitting there just listening. He's saying, realign. And so then he went deeper. He said, as a chiropractor realigns the spine, I am realigning your souls. And so I just wanted us to, to, to picture that revelation and Father God, let's just pray. Father God, we thank you for the realigning that you are doing in our souls, Lord. We thank you for giving us the strength to submit to whatever you want to realign, Lord God. We thank you, God, for that yoke, that yoke that you have placed on us, Father, the yoke that realigns us, Lord God. God, you are good. You are amazing, Lord. And God, we, we know that sometimes realignment is uncomfortable, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, God, that as it as you are realigning and it may be uncomfortable, we we gain comfort from you, Father, that we keep our focus stayed on you, Father. God, you are so good. And God, we thank you that you love us enough to get us back on track, Lord God, to touch our souls right where we need to be touched, Lord God to get us right back on track with your plan, your purpose, your will, Father God. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. You're so wonderful, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Elder Janice, come pray. try to do it, uh, I get emotional when I get <laughs> before the Lord because um, it's like he's my Abba and I become a little girl in his presence. So I get giddy and I get like uh, I'm on a playground and I'm just in the presence of Father. But this is what he gave me this week to meditate on. And it's Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. 
yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now remember, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And as I meditate on that, it wasn't that he was reminding me to you, you know who you, you know who I am. No, he said, think about the love that that took. He said, this tells you the extent that I'm willing to go to that you know my love. And you know, no matter how long we're in this race, we need to be reminded. And he had told me before, he said, you know, out of all the titles that I'm called and all the you know accolades I'm given, he said, I love Father best. He said, I love the title of Father, the position of Father best. And his love is wrapped in you knowing him as Abba Father. You knowing him as your daddy. There's no one that can take better care of you than your daddy. And if you could see the joy that he gets, just think, any parent, think of what happens to you when you hear your child, mama, daddy, calling on you. Everything in you stands at attention. That's, that's a, a, a title or that's a name from the heart of your child that says, when I call my mama, when I call my daddy, I know, I know there's nothing that can override me, overwhelm me, take the place of the joy, my dad's going to fix it. He's going to fix it. So come to him this morning, this afternoon, knowing that he's your dad. It's his love. It's true. He stands at the door of your heart and knocks. Invite him in. That's not just actions and words. That's preparing your heart full of invitation. Make him welcome. Let him know that there is no place you'd rather be than in his presence. Because everything he brings you, I promise you will be better than what you already have. Father God, we, we lay out our burdens at your feet. If we could only see the good pleasure that you get. Your scriptures say, cast your cares on me, for I care for you. If we only knew and could embrace and just understand the pleasure that you have when we come to you. When we come to you with all our baggage, all the things, all the woes and all the headaches and all the things that we tried to do in our own strength and failed. Ha! Yes, yes. But we know when we bring it to you, it's taken care of. Your scripture says in Hebrews that he that has entered into your rest has ceased from his own works. Help us to put our works aside. And come take up. The scripture says join in with you. Father. Join in with what you have sent Jesus to show us your love. And how to appreciate it. How to come in a oneness with it. 
Father God, Holy Spirit, show us. Show us how to take agreement with what God has done. Hallelujah. I mean, just look, let us look over the network that you did. As the pastor said, even while we were yet sinners, hallelujah, your love was coming after us. You, you, you won't even own our mind. But we were on your mind. Thank you, Father. Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your life. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit that we have a real experience. Not a storybook experience, but a real life experience. For you are real. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, hallelujah, for bringing and sending us the burden bearer. Hey, hallelujah, to bear our burdens. The Bible says what I just read. He bore our griefs. He bore our sorrows. Now, why would I turn around and try to bear what he's already bore? Hallelujah, that don't make sense. Yay, all I have to do is come in agreement with what he's already done and say thank you Jesus thank you it is well hallelujah hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Lord hallelujah hallelujah thank you thank you Oh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Jay, Jay if you could, give, give me a little more in the, in the track, just a little bit more. I'm going to ask that we, um, that we rest on our feet. We're not, we're not quite done yet. Um, just want us to take, take a few moments, charge this atmosphere. charge this atmosphere create a space and create create capacity because um, I can still feel it that someone still that we're still carrying and perhaps that it's almost like there may be like this frustration of what the world does it mean to cast a burden like how does like like you frustrated with it of like what does that even mean what does it even mean and to be honest with you I don't have this textbook definition as to what that means but I do know part of that is you leaning into the truth that he is enough to answer whatever it is that is happening and that is going on that there is enough space and capacity in him space and capacity in what he said space and capacity in his in his sovereign hand that causes everything that we know to be to continue to be space and capacity in his care as elder janice just walked us through in his care for So, Lord, we make space. We make room. We have heard from you. And every, every, every issue of any kind that would try and set itself up to burden me, 
in an unhealthy way. To push me into a workspace mentality. To push me into performance mode. To push me into if this doesn't happen, then I have failed. If this does happen, I have won. Both are unhealthy because it leads me to a space to where I'm not in dependency upon you. I'm still trying to achieve. And so we lay these burdens these issues of the heart we place them upon your shoulders we place them upon your shoulders every not enough we place them upon your shoulders every I can't we place it upon your shoulders Every I'm not sure if you're going to come through, we place it upon your shoulders. Every this is too much, we place this upon your shoulders. Every I'm tired of waiting, we place it upon your shoulders. Every how long, Jesus, we place it upon your shoulders. Come on. Come on. Come on. Even you at home, where 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 is it? Where is it? Shall know the truth and the truth is what is going to make you free. Truth of scripture and truth of what's really happening inside of you. Don't you be in this moment and play around with this. The king is here. Every every crevice, God, every space in our heart where something can hide that says that I am not trusting, that says that I am bringing this burden upon myself, that says that I got to carry this because I'm not sure that he's going to do every space. We are laying it down before you now in the name of Jesus, in the spot where you depend more on that job to provide for you than God. We are laying that down before Jesus. You're depending upon them looking at you favorably to give you a raise and you're looking at that as the grand savior for you in this dilemma we laid that down before the Lord because that it'd be an area of where burden has been created that is not designed for you to carry I'm powerless and there's nothing of value within me that is being cast. That is a false burden that you were not designed to carry. You are the great burden bearer. You are the one who was the bearer of the griefs and the sorrows. You are the one that has carried them. You are the one who is strong enough. You are the one who is wise enough. You are the one who is great enough. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And so Father, in this moment that has been made, we are casting these burdens upon you. And we are thanking you, Father, uh, for highlighting the ones to us so that we are aware of them. But for those ones that we are not even aware of, we are asking, Holy Spirit, that you will highlight to us that which needs to be cast upon you, that which where, where my, my uh, flame of trust needs to be rekindled. Because it may honestly be something subtle to me and I didn't even realize that it had become a burden. I didn't even realize that it had become a weight. I did not realize that I was even in a space to where what I was calling trusting you really was not. To where, where, where what I was saying was, was me leaning into you really wasn't. We thank you for highlighting to us, Lord. 
we thank you, Lord, that we will be a people to where we have been emptied of the burdens so that we can be filled with you. Thank you for emptying us of our burdens that we might be filled with you. You have emptied us of the burdens so that we might be filled with you, that we might be filled with faith, that we might be filled with belief, that we might be filled with hope. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for the safety. We thank you for the safe place. We thank you for the comfort. We thank you for the love. We thank you that you're big enough. We thank you that you're strong enough. We thank you that you're able enough. We thank you that you're willing enough. We thank you that you can do it. We thank you that you can handle it. We thank you that you are the right set of arms. We thank you that you're the right place to come. We thank you. That you are the safety net. We thank you that you are the one that we fall into. It is you and you alone, Lord. It is you and you alone. We can't do it without you. We can't make it without you. It's in you we live and we move and we have our being. It's your breath that's in our lungs. The only reason we live and move and exist is because you said it to be so. So, Father, we said we set ourselves before you. We set ourselves before you. That that which needs to be removed would be removed so that we are able to flow and move in the way that you would have us to be, God. We want to be a people that see the power of the mustard seed faith be at work within our life. And we thank you, Lord, that we, we attach that mustard seed faith uh, to the understanding that these burdens are going to be removed, that these burdens are going to be cast. For those of us, it's, it's a burden that's so great that you've been carrying it for as long as you can remember and you don't, you don't even know where to start on how to cast it. Release a spirit of faith unto you that there would be faith that is imparted into you. The God-like faith, God's faith being released into you so that that, so that that burden is able to be let go and to be released in the name of Jesus. It's not an intellectual exercise. It is a faith exercise. It's not about you thinking it. It's about you believing and coming into a place within the heart that I have handed this over never to pick it up again we thank you Lord and I trust by way of your spirit you have spoken to all of your people who are hearing this now or will hear it later We cast, we give, we release, we let go of these burdens unto you, Lord. Thank you for accepting them. Thank you for taking them. Thank you for removing them as far as the east is from the west. And may we be reminded Every time it tries to creep back up again, every time it tries to build an argument that I didn't cast it and I'm still here. Thank you for the truth of your word. Thank you for the truth of your word. That's going to reveal, know that that was cast. I cast that away. And I'm not trying to pick it back up again. 
I'm not trying to pick it back up again. Man, I feel his presence. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. The assignment has been complete for today, but um, I sense that the presence of God is ministering to his people. Um, if you logged on with us, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll we'll see you next week if the, if the Lord is ministering to you. Uh, I, I will certainly, if I were you, I would lean into that and allow that work to continue to take place. See, don't 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 treat this and compartmentalize it like, "Ooh, that was a good church service." If God's doing something within you, then you need to log off, go sit down somewhere, and let that work take place within you let that work take place within you for those of us that that are here and in the room if if you need to uh be be up here at the altar we're gonna we're gonna keep uh the music going and everything if you need a few moments uh before the lord uh if if you want somebody to to pray with you agree with you uh elder elder janice uh elder, elder paula uh the the arnolds are here to, to agree uh, in in prayer but um, if, if if something is happening this is all I'm saying if something is happening don't cut the switch off don't don't cut the switch off in the name of church and the fact that it's time to go don't don't do that let, let the work really happen and let the work take place but I'm gonna I'm bless you but before we uh, uh, dismiss it so may the Lord bless you and keep you cause his face to shine upon you establish you give you peace and cause you to cast those burdens in jesus name god bless you we'll see you next week love you